0: Hi everyone and welcome to 21 Questions, the podcast where we talk about 21 big questions to do with life, faith and Christianity in about 20 minutes during 2021.
1: Yeah, my name is Chris Jones, I'm a pastor here at Living Rock Church and this is my good friend and colleague, Mr. Michael Shooter.
0: All of the episodes that we've done on 21 Questions are on our YouTube channel, Living Rock Church, or you can head over to all major podcasting platforms to find them on there. All the links you'd ever need, though, will be in the description below. And welcome to episode number 18, Do Christians Care About Social Justice? It's an interesting question, something that we've kind of touched on in different areas Mm. um, and in different questions that we've already answered. But really, um, we want to explore the impact that Christianity has had on Western society in the past two millennia since jesus was walking on the earth and through that time we've seen the impact of his teaching specifically on um how it's impacted the poor and the marginalized in society there is a a much greater care Mm -hmm. in the society we live in now than there has been at any point throughout history Mm -hmm. for those who on the face of it don't have a lot of value to that society and that's a big, big change. Um, that wasn't the cultural norm at the time when the Roman Empire was in power, that it was built on the back of those who seemingly had little value. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of a few people rose to the top. Um, we, But now in the culture that we're a part of, we see that actually people, lots of different people in lots of walks of life want to care for those who are poor. They want to care for those who are marginalized. It's almost built in us now um, hmm. as a society and as a culture and that realistically has come from Jesus' teachings um i
1: mean i think that's the thing is that it it was a the greco-roman way of a- kind of governing and um the way that they ran things there wasn't that element built into the fabric of society no. you know to to care for the, like you said the marginalized the poor the needy to value women um yeah you know and, and this stuff that we picked up you know what has christianity done for us yeah yeah we picked up some stuff on that didn't we about social justice about education for all yeah. about caring for the poor caring for the needy making sure people are fed and hospitals and all that sort of stuff so yeah yeah so we kind of Picked up some of those elements there. And, and I think in that, and, and today it's just worth mentioning that we do live in a post-Christian, particularly in the West, yeah. um, culture where the things that you've said, you know, we take for granted and we think are right Weren't there?: No, they weren't prior to the Christian Revolution no. and to Christian values becoming incorporated into our laws and into the fabric of society. And so to, I, I think it's just really important that we, you don't, we don't dismiss the significance of what Christianity has already put in place, and probably an unknown to many, shapes how we think Definitely. about the people who are mar- marginalized, who don't have much, who don't have a voice, yeah. and that's why we have this desire to see them cared for to see justice done
0: and it's also worth pointing out that they've not those views haven't come from kind of further moral teaching since jesus time either because arguably you know we look at the 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 kind of teaching of atheism and then looking at evolution and where we've come from and stuff like that if if you subscribe to this idea that we have all evolved that there's no design that there's no creation Mm. then actually the the, to, to care for those who bring you no value um seemingly is completely like backwards you know grain, yeah. it goes against the the kind of the laws of nature yeah it goes against survival of the fittest mm. um you know in terms of uh freud and all of his thinking about us essentially being inherently selfish and mm. self-obsessed and self um kind of everything being about the self well, it doesn't make sense then to again care for somebody be altruistic be be a for that phil- philanthropic philanthropist there we go there's that (laughs) word um so many of things those things just don't make sense either in the discoveries that we've made or the discoveries we've made since then and yet there is still this persistent drive to care for those who can't care for themselves um based on the teachings that Jesus brought
1: yeah and I think in the modern era you know you described you've already mentioned Darwin and Freud and I think Marx as well these are kind of really significant individuals around the time of the Enlightenment Renaissance um, kind of progressed that to socioeconomics with Marx, to, you know, understanding ourselves and the mind and how we work with Freud and where we come from with Darwin and even with the learning and the stuff that they brought, it's not to dismiss what they had to say, you know, they were trying to grapple with all those things. But in you know even after that, and after that increased knowledge and wisdom that kind of was imparted by the modern era, you then have in the 20th century some of the greatest atrocities against humanity ever ever known. You know yeah. the genocides, the wars, the amount of, of deaths that took place not just in Europe but across the world. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, and the communist regime and their other governmental regimes, you know, fascist regimes, whatever it is that even with that learning and with that understanding, there's something inherently wrong yeah. with humanity because even that didn't change. It didn't bring about a sea change in how we behave. And like I say, exactly. didn't add anything to what Jesus had already said. In fact, kind of almost seems to have... That, that gap still remains, yeah. that, that everybody... Is probably more aware of, but not quite sure what to do with. In some ways,
0: yeah, and I think that's really like what we want to talk to talk about today in in this episode, as well as picking up on some specific areas of, of social justice where Christians have had a an impact. But uh, but I think what's worth highlighting before we get to those things um, is to almost. Explain where Christianity would differ in its kind of approach to social justice because social justice has become a, 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 a movement Mm -hmm. it's become a um an idea that essentially we decide on what's right as a society and then using laws and legislations and um you know maybe using therapy and trying to understand people we essentially put right what we think
1: seems to be right
0: yeah Yeah. exactly we put we we can't change the things that we think should change in our society but Christians have actually been talking about this since Jesus walked on the earth because Jesus talked about social justice, but he talked about it in the context of the kingdom coming mm. is that when Jesus came, he announced the kingdom of God coming to the earth, mm. which was God's rule, his law, his, um, his will being done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm. And there the, the, you know, in heaven, there is no poverty. There is no injustice. There is no inequality. Um, uh, there is, there is heaven and and jesus said hey there's an opportunity for heaven to come to earth Mm. in what i am doing and through my people Mm. and i I think this is important because essentially social justice as a movement now works from the outside in Mm -hmm. it's It's people telling you this is how you should behave, this is how you should think, this is what you should do. And then that is being imposed onto people, you know, rightly, a lot of the time. Mm. It's challenging
1: certain attitudes and views. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, seeking to do that.
0: Whereas the kingdom works in a backwards way, it transforms you from the inside out. That's because Jesus comes and he essentially deals with the root issue of all these problems, Mm -hmm. which is sin, which is, is that there is something inherently selfish, broken self-seeking divisive about humanity i mean you only have to leave people to to kind of get on with things without rule and law to see what happens we don't become uh, a particularly well um well-governed people without those kind of legislations and stuff. But
1: well, there's definitely, you know, the source of greed, yeah, yeah. the source of, of inequality, the source of racial hatred, yeah, um, you know, the source of, of all of the things that have led to so much social injustice yeah, um, is born out of the individual's lack of yeah. care and compassion for a fellow man and, or a, or a fear of a God who might bring judgment and justice into the world. And I think the, like you said, it's, um, as Well, somebody once said the heart of the problem is a problem of the heart. Yeah, and so what they're saying is you can do all the stuff externally that you like, and it's not to dismiss that. No, because I think that's that's fine. But if you don't address the heart issue, you know, even even just at the moment, looking at the taking of the knee before football matches to trying mm. to deal with racism. Yeah. I totally get why they're doing it. It's to try and get an education and, and, and an change awareness. people's mind and awareness. Yeah. But actually, if somebody at their heart is racist, it's got to, there's something's got to change inherently in that person yeah. before their behavior changes. You yeah. can't sort of change their behavior to hope to fundamentally change what's going on at the, in their innermost being, if you like. Exactly. You know? And whereas what Jesus is saying is, I've come to bring a kingdom to bear that will change you on the inside that will cause a result and change you on the outside. Exactly. And that's the difference, isn't it? Yeah. And I think And, really and I totally
0: understand why... So- the society we live in is, is striving for these things 100%. from an outward perspective, mm-hmm. because all those things are right. I think there is something in us that says, yeah, we, we want to see, you know, and uh, we don't want to see people want to make a stand as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We want to make a stand. We don't want to see injustice. We won't, don't want to see hatred um, because we are made in the image of God. And I, and I do think there is, there is a part of us that wants those things that, that, that God wants, but we are, incapable of doing them ourselves we're incapable of even wanting them in their purest form because mm. because humanity at its core needs saving and that's why we need jesus so much to change us on the inside so that then the outside can be yeah. affected yeah. And, uh, I, I think that's where social justice and the kingdom kind of are are different because Mm -hmm. the challenge with social justice is who decides what's right Mm -hmm. and wrong Mm -hmm. um you know do we as society do we decide but it's very difficult because even now we see all this divisiveness because actually a lot of it is people disagreeing on what is right and what is wrong mm. um in that sense and it doesn't deal with the root cause yeah. of the injustice of the greed of the, the you know the things you've alluded to yeah which is which is sin um I, I found for me the helpful phrase i heard on this was um the culture that we're a part of now is seeking the kingdom but without the king it's it, it, the that um jesus has kind of been dethroned from that um, mm. his part mm. in the kingdom coming which is he's supposed to be the king yeah. he's the one who dictates those things, he's the one who sets out this is how you live, this is what happens and actually I'm going to empower you to do that mm. and I'm going to make this not something that comes from the outside in but I'm going to write my law on your heart, you're going to desire mm. for, for to live in a society like this and desire um, y- you know, seeing that happen around you but we're just wanting the fruit, mm. you know, we're just wanting the kingdom part, mm. um, but without having to bow the knee to a king who deserves to be bowed the knee to. Um. Yeah, and there's
1: there's two biblical references to the kingdom of God that's worth mentioning, you know, that the the, the foundations of God's throne, mm-hmm. uh, right, uh, justice and righteousness yeah. are the foundations of God's throne. So those things really matter to God. Yeah, Things being right, right relationships with one another, right relationships with him, and justice, that things are are right and that what's wrong is is dealt with mm. and judged appropriately mm. and then the other verses in Romans 14 says that the kingdom of God is righteousness peace and joy in in the Holy Spirit that there's something about how God changes us that brings that righteousness right yeah. relationships with one another because if that if our relationships with one another is is good and right then all of this stuff I won't enslave you no if I view you in the right way I won't extort yeah. you you know I I, I won't kind of steal from you yeah. um i won't want you to be poor while i'm rich yeah you know all of the things that kind of we're talking about here are dealt with if right relationships are restored i mean what jesus is saying is that can only happen when when we're changed on the inside you know yeah. and that, that, that's when there becomes peace that's and that's it. when so- society finds a place of joy you know yeah that, yeah. that there's a, a willingness to do that and i think one of the things they're saying then that christians have sought to um, although there is that fundamental internal change, yeah. Christians have still been at the, the forefront of, of wanting to bring uh, initiatives into the world to, to bring about transformation yes. they? using legislation using yeah, yeah yeah um you know changes in laws and things like that to, to bring about a difference and i think probably worth starting with slavery actually which i know we we touched on in yeah. one of our previous ones we but. have
0: touched on it previously and and um i think it's a contentious issue when christians talk about it because people straight away go to well hey like if you look in the bible there's plenty of stuff about slavery and actually you know um the jewish nation keeping slaves and how to do that and uh, we we do have to look at scripture through a historical lens and mm. understand um, if we're going to interpret scripture properly, we have to understand the culture C- in which it context, was written in. Yeah, yeah the everything. context in which it was written in. And that makes a huge difference. And when I think for modern, particularly with everything that's gone on in the past couple of years around um, the Black Lives Matter movement and, um, you know, highlighting again of what that society. That part of society have had to deal with and overcome. I think what is ingrained in our minds when we think of slavery is the transatlantic slave trade from yeah. a couple hundred years ago. Um, that is our kind of main scope of reference for slavery. Yeah, it
1: defines our view on slavery it, uh, it and, and does. then modern slavery now as well. It like kind of exploiting people exactly di- in different ways. But actually,
0: slavery is as old as time to yes. a certain extent. You know that the, there have been slaves kept by people in lots of different ways, in lots of different cultures throughout all of history. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to understand the culture in, uh, of slavery at the time when the scripture was written. And the 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 Bible in no way advocates for imposed slavery, slavery, imposed mm. slavery and the contexts of, you know, uh, of the transatlantic slave trade and how people in that were treated. It was mm. absolutely abhorrent mm-hmm. to God as well as to, to people but more it's talking about indentured servitude. Mm. This idea that actually, you know, it's it's really easy to think, well, that's wrong. We shouldn't have that. But in the society we live in, we have infrastructure, we yeah. have benefits, yeah. we have all these different things th- that weren't there at the time. And so, all somebody had, when you really boiled it down, was their ability to work. Yeah, and the hands,
1: their feet, and their time. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And if you if you didn't have, uh, if you fell on hard times, something went wrong. You know, uh, your crops failed. Then, actually, the safest thing for you to do was often to put yourself into slavery, mm-hmm. um, to become a servant in somebody's mm-hmm. house. That would mean that would mean you would have clothes on your back, food on your table, mm-hmm. you would have a roof over your head, and actually, the rest- the kind of restrictions that um, that God puts on His people to 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 kind of have slaves is quite specific. You know, there was a time limit for which mm-hmm. people could keep them um uh, and keep them in that service there was there was ways of treating them that was really important they had rights and uh you know nothing like the surrounding nations um in terms of the way that they were treated and and foreign slaves were supposed to be treated the same way Mm. as as jewish slaves there was no and
1: that moves into the new testament when paul writes about it and that's why paul doesn't address slavery as harshly as people might expect him to because because it's that historic Ancient, talking about something different um, context rather than the more, more modern reference that we have, which was abhorrent so exactly. and I think it's it's really helpful to do that and and then to think, well you know m- many people abolitionists were were Christian men and women yeah they were you know William Wilberforce a key key part of that yeah was the one who brought to bear, particularly in the UK, this abolition of the slave trade here. And and, and even today in modern slavery, yeah um it's Christian organisations, many that are sort of spearheading yeah. action against um human trafficking and and the modern slave trade. You yeah. know, A twenty one and um, hope for justice hope for justice yeah. stop the traffic so you, you know that, that's really important to say yeah to those
0: kind of organisations are right at the heart because they're working off the Christian message which is really clear in the New Testament that in Christ there is now neither uh, Jew nor Greek slave nor free mm. male nor female there is an, there is an equality before God for all people yeah um and that's essentially the 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 driving force behind that at the I time think
1: one the one of the other then th- really significant and very important issues around social justice is racism yeah yeah, yeah. and i think in uh it, even in modern times uh christians have been viewed and if you, i mean this isn't to tar everybody with the same brush but if you take somewhere like um, um you know in the united states mm-hmm. in the bible belt countries yeah the southern states where um K- Ku Klux Klan and there's this kind of obvious anti um, particularly African American yeah. um, sentiment there um, people would say well isn't that, that here you go that's Christians being racist and again yeah. it's it's sort of
0: not a twisting of scripture
1: it is it's people uh, the, those, those people if that's how they're behaving is not in line with what the Bible says it's not it with, in line with what Jesus taught you know and exactly there was a different kind of racism I suppose that you see in the Bible which was for a Jewish person they were in yeah and anybody other than, uh, outside of, of Jew, you know, being a Jew, was out. Yeah, yeah. So the Gentiles, where everybody uh, basically wasn't a Jew. Yeah, yeah, Jewish people, uh, and they that wouldn't a, eat
0: with Gentiles, they wouldn't go near them, they yeah. would become unclean if they touched them. There was, there was a complete, you know, it was... form of racism it, in some ways. Yeah, absolutely. And God comes to correct that in Christ, you know? He, yeah,
1: and initially it was to show that there was a way to come to God and to have a relationship with God that again got twisted and became... Mm-hmm too isolated yeah exactly and then god addresses that says no like you've already referred to there's no there's no Jew or gentile there's no slave or free we're all one in christ male and female and so and and i think again if you look at men and women who have spoken out against racism i mean martin luther king jr as a a voice of reason nelson mandela yeah yeah you know these these individuals who stood up again in the face of horrendous mistreatment people because of the color of their skin yeah and yet have dealt with that and faced that with a huge amount of of humility um, yeah. a huge amount of patience and self-control yeah and have brought to bear huge changes um you know martin luther king paid for it with his own life yeah Nelson yeah. madala paid for it with his own freedom you know yeah. in the, the time he spent in prison but these were christian individuals who were willing to stand in the face of racism and deal with it yeah in a in a a Christ like way, I suppose. Yeah.
0: And we need to be those who stand up for it as well, even if we don't experience it. You know, what um a, an incredible um uh, evangelist, Billy Graham, which mm. a lot of people will have heard of, um, you know, in the fifties, he was he was quite a, a loud voice in terms of what he was doing, for being very clear that he wasn't gonna settle for any segregation. You know, right. bearing in mind he's preached the gospel across the world to two hundred and ten million people been busy <laughs> <laughs> he, he was busy and um you know in uh, 1952 he went to a um uh, a crusade um uh, to to preach the gospel in mississippi and there was he arrived and there were ropes segregating okay. the white and black people at the time and and he went down and he um pulled down the ropes he wouldn't allow them to be put back up and made made this statement of you know there there is no division christ yeah. is for all mm. um and at, refused to ever um kind of be involved in that kind Any of segregation, of segregation um, yeah, because the gospel's for everyone. Mm. And, you know, he was a close friend of Martin Luther King jr. And, um, it's, it is a responsibility on Christians as well who don't experience racism, but to care for our brothers and sisters and mm. to stand up against, um, racism in those forms.
1: Speak out when we see it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, and then maybe just pick up some stuff on poverty because again, I think, you know, we talked about money in the last uh, episode actually, yeah. but that again, you know, it, it, uh, when it comes to dealing with poverty, helping people out of poverty, um, again, that's, that's God's heart. We believe as Christians, that's, that's a, a kingdom being yep. kind of known in a situation where somebody's brought out of that. And again, Christianity's uh, been a huge player in that yeah. across the world and certainly here in the UK at the moment.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, when it comes to poverty, I think it's, it's important. Like Paul Paul was really clear, you know, I I know what it is to have much and I know what it is to have little, Mm. you know, he was content in every circumstance, but he also trusted that God would provide everything he needed, Mm -hmm. that he would, that he would have clothes, it would have shelter, that he would have food. And even when he experienced those things, he didn't blame God, Mm. but he expected more than that. You know, Mm. he expected not to be in those situations, but knew the grace of God in them. Mm. And I think for, for Christians, you know, when we look at those situations, it's not enough. And it hasn't been enough for us to look at those things and go, I'm, I'm going to leave people like that mm. to kind of God will look after them. Actually, yeah. we realized that Jesus said to us, you know, if you give, give somebody a cup of water if you mm. care for them if you're them naked you're doing that for me
1: that's where the food banks come from yeah you know and that's been a real driver for that uh, things yeah. around christians against poverty or cap which you know martin lewis as a yeah, finance yeah. advisor on, on you know on the radio and tv has been very vocal about how great these particular organizations are you know the salvation army pioneered that like exactly. the way in that um, uh, and you
0: see that now with like um, with organizations across the world, these huge charitable organizations involved in healthcare, food um, distribution, yeah. caring for, you know, third world nations and stuff like that. so much of that is Christian led. I mean, even just the Catholic church, mm. um, it re- it's reported to give away $150 billion um, a year to um, healthcare and education. Right. Wow. You know, they're a huge <clears throat> donor mm. um, to charitable Uh, organizations across the world and and transforming society Mm. and actually we see that time and time again that um when it comes to poverty when it comes to social justice you will always see christians at the forefront of that because it's our mission that's why we believe we're on this earth and um i hope today as we've explored some of these kind of specifics around social justice and how christianity is impacting the world around us that they've been helpful and um inspired you to think about how you can be involved in changing the world as well so
1: yeah and just to say again you know that the first change that has to take place is in the individual and i believe every person Mm. first and foremost needs to find their peace with god yeah and that when that happens then once we're changed we can become makers of change bringers of change once we've found peace we can become the peacemakers and absolutely all of that and that sentiment still really matters and just going back to that that if you've watched this and you want to find out more about how you can do that and have a faith and put your faith and trust in 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 god have a relationship with him through faith in jesus then we'd love to hear from you and and chat with you and let you know how we can help you with that as well thanks very much for watching see you next time